Uh, hey, man. Hi, hey, Wednesday. How's it going? Uh, why don't we um, why don't we get going? So um, let's open the meeting and we got an agenda. Um, has anyone everyone had a chance to um, take a look at the March second meeting no uh, minutes? Uh, yeah, I only have one um, note, which I think I'd be fine with. Um, uh, if we could during the during the uh, discussion uh, under point six uh, enrollment discussion, mm -hmm. if we could um, specifically note that uh, Mrs. Potts is a community member. Uh, not a member of the it was not a uh, it was not a, an agenda right. item that she had asked us to put yeah, on yeah. the agenda. So if we can specifically say that when she comments, um, I think that just makes it much more transparent. And you may want to do that going forward, but that's what it is. I think that's a great idea. Just generally speaking. Yeah. Candidly, not nothing against that particular, but generally speaking, we'll generally try to leave. Speaking. We'll try to leave all the, the comments outside of this group to last. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that usually makes it easier yeah. in my experience. Yes. Um, so okay, um, so thank you for that. Any other um, comments, questions, on the minutes? I think they're pretty standard. Myself, I'm actually not Ms. I'm Doctor. <clears throat> okay. So Sorry, we're tired for that. <laughs> um, okay, great. Anything else? Oh, actually, yes, there is a, a kind of grammatical error under four. Um, again, it says, Ms. Riley said we walk to school with a lot of people and it comes down to what hits people's wallets. I think that uh, that kind was we walked through the school with a lot of people during the initial um, project. Yes. Thank you. Would anyone like to make a motion to approve the main minutes with those uh, changes? Not sure. Great, thanks. I'll second it. Thank you. There you go. All right, and we'll uh, just go around the table. Michelle Kirkby, yes. Robert Worth, yes. Carolyn Casey, yes. Bob Meany, yes. Lisa James, yes. Bob Donahoe, yes. Bill Warner, yes. Jessica Riley, yes. Meredith Chamberlain, yes. Tony Coppin Thomas, yes. Matt Eldridge, yes. Mike Weber, yes. Thank you. Okay. Um, we have the co chair discussion. Thank you for the volunteer. Um, I would love um, a co chair. Um, Dr. Chamberlain has uh, <laughs> just uh, pulled in the leg. Um, Meredith has volunteered to um, help run the committee and just really. Um, I'm really excited for that. So, um, can, can I make one yeah, suggestion be, before just that? Um, we talked in the first meeting about yeah. whether 
to do co-chairs sure. or vice chair or just a chair. Sure. And then we didn't talk about it again, so we actually didn't vote to have co-chairs. I was wondering if maybe we should just vote that that's the role we're we're wanting for us as co-chairs. Yeah, I have that note as well. Specifically, how are we defining this role, right? Is it a co-chair, vice chair? Yeah. Is sure. it an equal split of responsibilities? Is yeah. it a rotating month to month, like one person does one month? Just kind of like, how does the committee, what, what does everybody think that this should be and how should it operate? I think it's a great discussion point. I wasn't anticipating a vote like now. I was just kind of bringing that up. But yeah, what do you think? Well, I mean, chairs have extra responsibility in that they need to, you know, set the agenda, facilitate the meetings, make sure everybody gets a fair chance to talk, um, you know, help keep us on track on time. Uh, and so when you have co-chairs, you're both kind of doing that, working together as a team. Mm -hmm. When you're a vice chair to a, to a chair, then you're supporting the person who's chair. So the person who's chair has more responsibility and the vice chair sort of supports that person. Um, and then of course, when you're chair, you're doing it alone. Um, so I, I mean, they, I don't have a preference one way. I just wanted to sort of- You want clarity. Yeah. yeah. Just want to make sure that anyone's questions about the different ways we could do it, or if you have another way, we just talked about it and made sure we agreed. Mm -hmm. I um okay, so how you described the co-chairs I agree with and the vice chair. So I like plain um plainly I think um I like the idea of having um a co-chair personally. Um if um just this is just me speaking again personality wise, like um I don't know, like, if, I don't really care about power if more in running the meetings, like there's help there, but really setting the agenda, agreeing to, you know, I miss stuff all the time and not just me, but we all do, right? For like, you know, taking notes and focusing on one thing while their conversation's going on. I think some of that would be very helpful. Um, and honestly, as we really get into the process of, um, you know, which will probably take some time, but really get into work, right? think the division of work would be beneficial to have co, but um, I'm open to really um, anyone else's suggestions or comments. Don't ask if you want to. Well, I think it should be between you two, how you want to run it, really, because you're going to be working together. So, sure. you know, give you folks the latitude to decide how you want to do it. And I'm good with whatever you folks want. You had other questions, maybe that'll facilitate some more discussion. Sure. So if we're going to do co-terms, my other question was, do we want to consider, sorry, if we're going to do co-chairs, yep. do we want to consider kind of a term reevaluation period, right? So that we're not locking in individuals for the next five years, right? We have like an opportunity for either the individuals to say, you know, maybe I need some time away from this, or if somebody else is getting more involved in one aspect of it, it makes sense for them to become chair. We already we already know like whatever the data is, we might be reevaluating this as a group instead of, I guess, getting in some sort of place where it seems like maybe we need an adjustment or it seems like maybe somebody else should be in one of those seats. So that was my, I guess my question or wanted to see how the group felt about that. And I think personally, um, I like the idea of the co-chair given the size of this group. I think, 
again, personally, I look at the role kind of with an internal and an external lens. So internal, who are the two individuals who can help drive the meeting, help us get a consensus, keep things running on track? Mike, I think you've been doing a really excellent job of all that. But then externally, I think we need to be understanding that even if this group right now isn't under a microscope, we will be. And we will, the chairs will become the face of this group. And I think that's something we want to be mindful of. And even considering some of the things around the demographics of who comes to vote, right? So we had 1,700-ish people, I think, at the um, in-person town meeting. And then around, I'm going to say, four to four to 500 people came to the ballot vote. I wasn't able to get the breakdown of demographic of who came to vote. So I would need to dig deeper to try to figure that out. But um, I think that's just something that to keep in mind in regards to like, who are the two individuals that could be the faces of the group that when we take them and look at them as like a Venn diagram can reach the most voters. Because while we're building a school for the community, we also need to be keeping in mind, I feel, who's going to come out and vote yes for this. And if we have to get to two thirds, I just think we really need to be cognizant of that. So, thank you. Um, so if we... So we set a year and then reevaluated it. And because you're right, we're at different points, right? We're, at, we're just beginning and then we'll get into it. And eventually we will be presenting, et cetera, and, and maybe shifting chair roles depending mm -hmm. on the year and what the focus is. Does that, does that make sense when people look at it? I mean, and, and actually, if anyone who doesn't want to be chair after six months, you should be able to say. After six months, I could, we could say, hey, can you can you do that? I'll say, yeah. It be a week to week decision. All <laughs> right, there you go. Yeah. Uh, depending on how much grief I get in between. Um, yeah. Sure. But there's also kind of a dual nature of this group as well, um, in that it's educational as well as building. Yeah. Right. So not only are we having to kind of show the public face of um, all demographics in the entire town, but we also have to be thinking about education and building all at the same time, and each are equal and integral. So I think it's a good point. There are a lot of really kind of. I think you're right. This is going to be very different for with different needs at the time. Yes, good. Yes, we go on. Um, I, I mean, a year is fine, and obviously, I would say, generally speaking, that like someone could, including myself, could candidly just ask off of it in. I don't know, I don't really plan to, uh, well, really, but generally speaking, I think that would be fair as well. Like if it was too much, schedules got to be too much or whatever it may be, right? Yeah. Um, so, but I'm fine with the year. Um, going back to um, Michelle's comment in regard to like the, the face and like getting people, people to vote, right? I, I actually don't think that's a chair's role. I think that's all of our role. I think that's the town's role, but that's just, I agree with you, but the chairs are going to become the face of this project. That is, you can say one thing right now, but that's what's going to happen. No one's ever going to say all 14, 15 no, names. No one's going to even gonna know if some of us are on here. Ever. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I mean, there'll be someone at, speaking at town meetings. Yes. Someone, I mean, sure. it could be someone different going to the select board to update. But, you know, once we're really trying to talk to the community, we'll all need to be sort of spreading out. Mm -hmm. and But the chairs will be doing the bulk of it. And, and I mean, I think in essence, the chair um, is the person who is permitted to speak. Yeah, or also true. true. Yeah, know, but that's that becomes just a very yeah, that is the responsibility of the chair. Maybe, maybe the rest of you will be able to speak for yeah. the group, and there will be times where you know that chair will need to be able to kind of 
can be extemporaneous if they have to and take that responsibility. And that's also not always fun. That's also great. <laughs> um, okay, generally speaking, yeah, I mean, I don't, but I think the one year term is more than acceptable. I don't, again, it could, be, it could be less frequent. I think really what's going to happen with us is that we'll have these meetings. Um, you know, through the end of this year, we really have to set a direction once we get back from ministry. Right? I mean, mm -hmm. Most of us agree with that, right? We can kind of get some groundwork. We can do some work in regards to public outreach. We can do some work into digging into what the information that we have from the last go around, um, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but generally speaking, I think the real load is going to come after we know MSBA's decision and then what do we want to do. And, and I think that that's going to be. And candidly, I'm, I'm much more suited to do the building part than the educational part. Like that's just, I mean, um, it's just where my expertise lies. So, well, I would make a motion that we have co-chairs for our committee that have a term of one year. Second. Um, all in favor. All in favor. Aye. 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 All uh, opposed? Do we have to vote on the co-chairs? Yes, we do. Oh, okay. Yes. Two parts one, of okay. okay. And um, you could also say okay. anyone abstain. Oh, I would have. Should I abstain? No, 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 you shouldn't. <laughs> oh, would anyone like to abstain? I think I heard all eyes, though. But, yeah. yeah, but in case you. Thank just, you for this. This is why I need a co-chair. <laughs> <laughs> the more help you could give me, please. Oh, this, is, okay. this is, yeah, no, this is the, um, I'm used to just ending meetings by saying, oh, that's cool. Um, All right, so now I'll make a motion that we appoint Mike Weber as one of the chairs of the school building committee. So moved. Um, and you go ahead. Yeah, so then you all in favor again? No, first you take all the nominations so that everybody knows who the possibilities are, and then you vote on each person. So you ask for any more nominations? Any more nominations? I'd like to nominate Dr. Chamberlain to uh, for co-chair. Thank you, Bill. Second. Second by Mather. Thank you. Uh, now I can say all the No, not say any more nominations. Any more nominations? Now, that being said. That being said, all in favor? Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh, you, no, you need to make sure we have because uh, this is going to be tough in the bylaw. We need eight yeses for each chair, so you might want to vote on you guys separately. All right, why don't we, we, why don't we just go around? We can, you need to have eight yeses. That's that specific. And you really right? probably should do each of you separately. Yeah. Right, why don't we go around the room then, and we'll do uh, we'll do me first, and I'll just do the roll uh, here. Um, actually, why don't we just Okay, so this is from Mike Weber. You don't have to roll call for Right, because we're all oh, we in don't. person. So I've never if not if done the roll call. in person, yeah. we don't have to roll call. We do Thank have you. to make sure that we have to open with the roll call and close for the roll call in general, but general votes. Thank you for this. She's like, this was not taught in my open meeting or lesson. Matter of fact, going back, I don't think. We did some meetings uh, in the last committee in person, but the reality, and then we did a bunch in person, but everything was online. So right. everything was roll call 100% of the time. Uh, um, yeah. So that's really nice. And to Michelle's point, if it specifically says eight, a number, 
I would recommend we roll call this one, yeah. even though yeah. we're all present. Okay. <laughs> so let's let's start by um, the first suggestion of me being a co-chair, and then uh, in a second. So let's take a roll call on that, and we'll go around. And... Okay. Yes, Michelle Kirkby, yes. Robert Worth, yes. Carolyn Casey, yes. Bob Meany, yes. Teresa James, yes. Bob Donahoe, yes. Bill Warner, yes. Jessica Riley, yes. Meredith Chamberlain, yes. Tony Patton, Tony James. Matt Elder, yes. Um, I'll abstain. So we Good have a... <laughs> <laughs> and so that's uh, all yeses. Um, I would like to take a roll call on uh, Dr. Chamberlain being um, co-chair of the committee as well. Michelle Kirkby, yes. Robert Worth, yes. Carolyn Casey, yes. Bob Meany, yes. Lisa James, yes. Bob Donahoe, yes. The Warren, yes. Jessica Riley, yes. Alex Green. Tony Gunn, yes. yes. Matt Rodriguez, yes. Mike Weber, yes. All right. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, actually, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, let's move on. Um, so we had a I'd like to discuss again because I think this is an important item. We had a good discussion last meeting in regards to um, the subcommittee. Um, and, and I think this kind of ties into um, 4C a little bit, but um, if you're looking at the agenda items. But generally, I really think some of the work that we can do now, other than looking back at all the work that we did prior as far as site feasibility and all that good stuff, is really the town gate. I really think that that's, uh, I think we had a good discussion. I think there was some mixed feelings on it generally. Um, I still personally feel strongly that we should, at a minimum, get some sort of a subcommittee together, start exploring even an outline of, of an RFP to an outside third party firm to help us with community engagement. Because that, we do have, we talked about having funds, $250,000 at you know, we can spend. Um, I talked about um, kind of the importance of getting the community involved as soon as possible and really, you know, letting them have a real clear say on what the community wants, um, which I, I actually think that this group really represents the community pretty well, but it doesn't mean that we're going to be right if we agree on something. So, um, anyone have comments on this? Because what I really want to do is, is I'd like to. Is there a certain number of subcommittees, people that, I mean, I know it can't be a quorum. Is it anything less than a quorum? Three or four? Any any subcommittee um, is responsible for minutes and posting their meetings. I think he's asking size. I'm asking size. But, but we can't, yeah, you just have to stay under the quorum. As long as it's under the quorum, we're good. Yeah. yeah. And if the subcommittee is meeting, are they um, public meetings as well? Yes. Okay. So, I just like to again. I put it on the agenda because I think it's important. I think it's something that we can tangibly do now. Is really why I'm talking about it because I'm not a big fan of meeting for meetings. Quite frankly, like uh, we we all have busy lives and, and like otherwise. So if we can actually get started on some work, I think this is one of the things we can do. Um, and I don't have it on the discussion item, but if anyone ever has items that they feel like, hey, we should be doing X as a group. Now, like, please email us, um, Meredith and I now, to, and like, say, hey, can we get this on the agenda? Mm -hmm. Because I, I really think that that's important to like, what could we do now? We have a limited amount of funds, but we have some, and 
we should be taking some sort of action to get this ball down the hill. Um, and there is a warrant article, right, for an additional 250. So that was, um, yeah, we could, again, that, that's why I said at 4C in the agenda item, that was part of that as well. So um, first of all, any real, I got a volunteer, I believe, for the, um, yeah, maybe I didn't. Maybe we just talked. I did. Did you did you formally do that? Yes, thank you. Formally said I would. Um, awesome. So let's talk about let's talk about that committee and and really what what I what I'd like to accomplish with that is I know we had a large discussion about it last time, but there anybody have any more thoughts on this? I got I got a question. So what yeah. what kind of answers are we looking for from the community? Just because mm -hmm. I'm kind of lost on this one. I was there thinking community engagement. Right. What are we looking for? I was thinking we could try to get some clarity on the community, and it would be a little bit of a numbers game, but to find out what what the majority of people would like, right? In terms of bail, right? You know, do, are they supportive of a new school? It was it the money. You know, that was the no. Was it the location? Like, we, we have lots of different information about the possible reasons it failed, but I think we need a deeper dive and a very objective dive, right? Without any preconceived ideas, but just figuring out ways to find out why it didn't work. And then hopefully we'll get enough information to figure out a path that would work. Um, so I see an outside person as helping us craft the right questions and then figure out the right avenues to get that information. And also the baseline of the amount of people we would need to fill that out for us to be able to look at that as real data for us to be able to take forward and get decisions off of. Right. Not to mention that it is a good faith gesture to the community saying we're already open. Yeah, we're already open for business and we're looking for what you need. It may not always jive with what comes out, but at least we know what your expectations are so that if there's need to change for a specific reason, we can explain that, we can talk to you about that, but it is kind of a good faith gesture. Right, and to start clean now before we have anything on the table seems a good way to go, you know, to start. Well, I think to dovetail that is what, what would have had to have been true for you to say yes? Yeah, maybe, way to flip maybe the... flip it just a little bit. Yeah. Does that answer any of your questions? Not really. Not really. <laughs> kind of know, you know. I mean, I I, I understand it's it's um, from a relationship standpoint. Yeah. It's probably not a bad idea. I, as a taxpayer, I just have a, I mean, I'm sure there were surveys done prior, and now we're going to ask for more money to do more surveys. Yeah. It's just like, guys, don't we have this information? I mean, I, I there's two sides, right? Yeah, no, I think you're right. But the way. Do we know why it failed? That's the big question. Well, I think there's, there's probably... A number two, of three, two or three key ones. Right. That's why. Right. That what we just just trying to. But I think make we know the reasons, right? I think there were some people well, that just didn't want it. 
-hmm. at the location. The other was probably cost space. Cost is always yeah. one of the reasons, yes. And, you know, then there was these ancillary items about that are likely untrue about the water and things like that. But I think it really came down to people just didn't want a, a school at that location. They'd rather keep it at Dale. And the other was the cost. I mean, but you don't know that any better than anyone. You feel like it's true. I talk to a lot of people. But we yeah, can, with, no. with, with, with data, we can quantify that range. Was the majority was cost 99%, and only five people or whatever, 5%, 10% was the location, or was it overwhelmingly location? I, I agree with you 100%. There's, there's three or four reasons why right. there, but I don't know if we know. It's all kind of conjecture on. And that's looking back how much to how it was, to know, as opposed to looking forward to how do we get to yes. And I think that a professional, and I know that you and I would probably argue ourselves blue over this. I think that a professional, somebody who's truly a professional in this kind of data collection, could help us understand how to get to yes in a way that is uh, clear. And I think the most important part is objective, not just a funny feeling that we all have. Not even a funny feeling, but like we, we kind of know, right? We, we all we kind of know. We kind of, we yeah. think. So I well, like, you know, I, 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 think, I think Anthony knows why he didn't, right? I think well, I know why I did, <laughs> but we don't all know. None of us are psychic. Mike, go ahead, Lee. Sorry. No. Okay. Um, I just want to like. I think that that's a good start, but if we're talking about an RFP engagement with the consultants, mm -hmm. I'd like to understand a little bit beyond that start and what our expectation of that consultant would be beyond yes. that. In the fact, in my personal expectation or the way I would think about it is, to your point, it's that guiding, somebody that's got that external guiding communication light that can help our committee on that external phase and help us guide, go out and solicit other, to your point, other, we'll, we'll hit some points in this process where we need, yes, we'll need more community input, input besides that one. And we need to be kind of very proactive and on a good cadence to build trust in the community about that. And that's that communication piece, mm -hmm. but that's a real, but that's not just a consultant, right? That's that's us. us. That's and how we exactly. How we, and yes. so I, I'm so so if that consultant helped us learn to work as a group, and people were like, "Oh, I know that group is the SBC," and you know, I've heard them here, I've heard them there, and oh, they put this thing out, they do this. That helps us, right, go forward to a yes at the end, whatever that yes may be. Um, so yeah, so they could help us. Just not like you're right beyond the data, but also yeah, how think, do you I function? Think that's more, I think actually that's that's much more important. Having someone kind of almost like train us to communicate to the communities to build that trust. Sending out, you know, we can send out a questionnaire and It'll work. get the specifics. And I struggle as a taxpayer paying for it. But. I think it's diminished <laughs> to the size of the actual project. If we don't get a specific data set and a specific set of objectivity, then you guys may very well be here five years from now. I mean, what's nice about having the data and having public meetings is we get the data. It's visible to everybody. 
I think the other you know, thing, I, yeah, I would want to know is why didn't people vote? I mean, there's a poster. <laughs> I mean, like, I know there are reasons, but yeah. I think we're, we talk a lot about why people voted a certain way, but. Why, some of the well, straight, some of the straight are just, didn't feel like going down. Like, something like, yeah. you know, how do we overcome that? You know, is it, so, yeah. yeah. I wonder the same thing. I think that the people who voted were only even a portion of the families in town, right? The families that have kids. <clears throat> I wonder why, like, more families didn't come out. I mean, I, that that's and the I thing that shocked me more than anything. A lot of feedback about why that was so difficult, and it has a lot to do with the charter and everything else. But again, this is great information, right? This is great information. Maybe this actually benefits our town going forward and isn't specific to the SBC. What what does help you engage? You know, we had we were on track for getting maybe two hundred quotes for this election, this past election. You know, we need to know why people weren't more engaged, why more people aren't running. Well, I remember. So there's not such a bad, you know, this is not such a bad data collection. Yeah. This could actually help us in the long run. It just reminds me when we did the middle school and the high school, and I don't know if you know, but we did Memorial, but the first thing we put forward was to build a K-1 at on the Wheeler property to have two buildings, and it, it didn't pass. We lost. And so we went, you know, back at a big town meeting, lots of people came. And then we ended up rehabbing Memorial and flipping the middle school and the high school. And I'm up at the high school one day and they just put all the hay bales down they do to protect the property. And there was a man walking with maybe a four-year-old or two-year-old. And he goes by me and goes, oh, they're having a horse show here today? <laughs> and I said, no, no, it's having to do with the school building project. And of course, we'd spent years on this, right? I, I just chair that year. And he goes, oh, you're, you're building a new school? And I'm like, huh. I'm like, do you live in Medfield? And he's like, yeah. Next door to the school. How? Kids who would come in Medfield school, no idea that we've just spent the last three years or so. Maybe. Mm -hmm. And, and you know. the, it's gotten perhaps worse and perhaps better because there is no paper of record. Yeah, not having the broad communication is, is delivered to your mailbox, but we yeah. take the hometown weekly for granted that people read it and that it will be that free service. And yet, you know, everything else is doesn't have that same level of kind of journalistic standard, be it, you know, Facebook or somebody tweeting or sure. whatever comes from us. Yeah. Right. So again, the objectivity and then having the that guidance right. to help us establish that kind of view that, that we will provide the best information we possibly can and how we get it. So, yeah, I, I think I think this, the data that you brought up is like having numbers behind it. I like the, what you talked about, why didn't people vote? Like, well, and then that's another, that's a question. The question is, is we didn't maybe know, was it important? Like things like that we can probably gather from with some help, right? Yeah. And then what you brought, what you talked about um, in regards to teaching us how to engage, right? And whether that be um, just in a meeting format like this, right? Maybe there's more calls to, I don't know exactly, but yeah. um, we did going back to uh, the last, just, and I hate to look back, but the, the one thing I did learn in the last um, go around is when we did have 
you know, we hired an OPM, we had an architect. We kind of let the architect, um, who in my opinion was very good, um, help. They, they led the charge with the community engagement. Mm -hmm. um, really, the, the architect led it and the OPM kind of helped them guide that. Um, and it wasn't their job. It's not their school. It's not their. It's their architect. Their, their OPM. Yeah, it's not anybody's so not skill set here. Huh? They, um, they, so we had meetings like this where we would have open houses and questions and we met at Dale Street Cafeteria where we met last time. In the in the turnout, Stevie, you were there. I mean, they were they were very, very limited. I would say the maximum number we got at one point was 30, 40 people. And mm -hmm. I'm sure that could be verified. But generally speaking, super low turnout and things like that. But we really wanted to do a presentation about where we're heading. Um and it's just either we didn't do a good enough job getting it out there, which I think is on up was on that committee. Um, or candidly, people didn't care. So I think they cared again. I don't think they care. I think maybe it's the people are just everything's people are just used to remote, you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. Well, yeah, and then that maybe right. plays into the town's strategic plan by the data that we're able to collect about how you engage people. Okay. Because I think there's so, crossover. just a couple of thoughts for consideration. I think um Carol one I'm happy to help if you want to partner crime. Oh, a few. <laughs> uh, um, you two, I think, um, yeah, as we go do this work, I know it's, it's going to be really easy um, as we have these meetings in the future to talk about our budget and what we do. I think we need to be very specific with how we spend the money mm -hmm. to make sure when we talk about big pools of money that are available, we be very specific in terms of what we think is worthwhile versus um, having money at our disposal. <laughs> um, so I think I think the words will matter as we kind of talk about stuff like that. Um, you know, I am a big fan of the outreach. I think we need to do it. Uh, I've made this point before. I think we have to come back. I think there are a couple of gating items that would be helpful to at least flush out, not to an exacting standard, but to you know, we sometimes refer to as a t-shirt size. I think we need to come back to the work on the what the warrant committee has done on costs and flush that out more fully. I think we, you know, there's probably certain work. Um, that we should understand around the existing Dale Street School in terms of, um, you know, if we wanted to reuse it, is it reusable? Mm -hmm. um, because I think that will inform how people think about site selection. Um, so I, I think there are, and we can do both things parallel, right? Maybe we can go down the path of finding a, a help, help with the comms consultant um, while we do some of that other work. But I'd be really hesitant to put out any sort of kind of formal survey until we can level set on a couple of those facts. I think it becomes really important that people are making, um, people aren't uh, aren't sharing their opinion with us based on potentially faulty information. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I, I just think, like, I just think that there's going to be a million things that we have to consider. And I think one of the biggest challenges will be not to. Uh, I kind of shared this last meeting, like because because the answer wasn't A um, doesn't necessarily mean it's B. Because I think that mm -hmm. throughout the process, for things that went one group's way, you never heard from like what their cons were and what their hangups were. And I think if we just assume that, well, because it failed, it must mean this option, whatever that option may be, like we're gonna have to understand the 360 of all of it. Again, I, I think that the I come back to the fact that the the costs on this are going to be astronomical relative to the last version. So we already have two strikes against us going into this thing, which means the margin of error is like mm -hmm. this wide in terms of um, 
making sure how we kind of thread the needle to find something that's acceptable. Um, mm. So I, I just think like there's no, we, we can't make any assumptions in terms of, you know, what we assume people want. Um, but that's why I think we start with the facts and at least people have an informed decision in terms of where we go from there as a community. So just to follow up on that, in regards to the subcommittee we're, we're discussing, and you talk about existing conditions at Dale Street, and then the warrant committees work to date on kind of costs. So I think that can be kind of, yeah. that's just a fact. It is, they've already done the work. The Dale Street, um, I mean, is that, are you talking about, um, so my gut tells me that the committee, those can be outside that committee, like those two items specifically. Outside, right. outside this committee or outside? No, outside the subcommittee. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. That, that's okay. what, like, my, my suggestion would be, like, future like, articles, like, you know, like, body work number one, um, work with the warrant committee to understand yeah. work that's done a cost and understand if there's any other work we need to do. Understand that we don't know what the outcome is, but at least we can understand a frame of reference of where we sit today versus where we sat a couple of years ago. Um, so, for me, it would be point number one and probably the biggest point. Um, you know, point number two is, um, and this may involve, you know, potentially, you know, leveraging work from last time or potentially figuring out who can help us from a consultant perspective, evaluate, like, here are the, and, and this is where I'll get out some expertise. This is where, you know, at the value, you know, all the builders' opinion on this, like, who could work with to get a frame of reference on, you know, existing Dale Street? Like, we have some good data. So at a minimum, um, I think maybe the next meeting, it's a great agenda item generally to say, hey, look, at, we can at least, um, Christine, I'll, we'll get in touch and um, we'll talk about it. But generally speaking, we'll get the data for, um, we have some dollars set aside for Dale Street uh, projects in the upcoming couple of years. Uh, if Jeff was here, he could be more specific on this. Stephen, do you know exactly what? what yeah, we I have, don't know the exact number, but I know that there is money trying to be had for a capital project yeah. that are over there. Mm -hmm. I can do that. Yeah. You know, some of that money. Yeah, my, my process is with, generally speaking, um, we could talk, we should talk specifically about that. I mean, I, I have a very strong opinion on whether the um, school can be salvaged or not. Um, That's what I, I think it would be like, you know, I, I, I started to go back and read through all the old reports and committee meetings and stuff like that. And I think there's value in, um, whether we do that individually, come back and talk about it as a group, or have a third party help, you know, facilitate those discussions and all the relevant current impacts. I think having that together. So again, to the extent that we can be aligned as a group in terms of, you know, what the starting um, basis is, I think right. becomes really important. So, okay, good. Yeah, but generally speaking, those are kind of parallel path items that we can yes run down. As well as, and again, how I, and I think we all have a little bit of a different, I think the, the subcommittee that I'm proposing to get to work um, really can be, um, we don't need to generate an RFP in a month, right? It's like, understand what the, this discussion we just had about, you know, getting data, understanding, um, you know, teaching us how to engage, maybe helping us engage, because I think we're going to need to share that. Um, we've used, um, Outside firms prior, I know the state hospital did. Um, they, they use somebody that that worked, depending on who you ask, well or not well. Um, and but regardless, you know, it's it's been done before. There are there are people who do this. Um, so I think that that's, I think getting something back from the community 
prior to MSBA getting back to us is the important part. That's kind of like deadline that I'm thinking, right? I don't, which is technically, I, I believe that's officially December or November when they get back to you. Yeah. Um, um, of the one in April, did I read we haven't heard about December or did we get a no? We got a no. We, we, we did that was get last, a no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. And I think that we have an agenda item just for in regards to um, the new statement of interest yeah. that's due next mm -hmm. month. Um, so, Mike, what I hear you saying is, who would be interested to be on a subcommittee? <laughs> that would be um, that would evaluate and come back to this committee about other ideas and brainstorm. Yeah. On on how that what that can look like. I mean, I've heard a lot of great ideas. I'm happy to throw my name yes, in there yeah. and help with that. Four. <laughs> and now you're a walking four. <laughs> Better than one. Yeah. Do you think that would be a good size of an initial starting group and then add on as as tasks yeah. become larger? Yeah, you when know, we maybe when we know more when we start getting more direction, we can ask for help for other things. That would make total sense. And meanwhile, there'll be other groups that are going to be looking at other pieces. So we sort of divide and conquer everybody's got something. And I think four is a great number. I also think that if you get to a point, you'll probably finish it within this group. Right? If you get to a point where then we have to divide on some tasks, then it can be, you know what I mean? Like this thing that's that's what we're here for, right? Like yeah. I think everyone's willing to roll their sleeves up a little bit in here, which I think is why we're going to be successful in the end. And then, I mean it, like this is this is a good group. So, um, yeah, I think once you get to a certain point, I think then we all kind of jump in and say, I can do this, I can do this, I can help you. Um, I don't know that answer, but I'll work on finding it out. And, you know, that type of stuff to pull back that way. Um, Someone's going to have to help me officially ask to form a subcommittee. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an emotion. Uh, yeah, so you can, just you can yeah, appoint. You can or you or Meredith you can appoint because you're depending on who feels like being in today's. Meredith, if you want to pass? So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to do it. If you don't, uh, I don't want to put you in the spot. But I, um... So I just appoint Caroline and Bob and Teresa and Beth. Subcommittee. Or communication. communication. Yeah. yeah, we'll call communication subcommittee. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Put it that way so that you get to yeah. start the note. Yeah. Figure out how you want to. That was really creative. I renamed that. Um, it sounds boring, but it's exactly what we're going to be doing. <laughs> Sometimes boring is better. Um, <laughs> Thank you. It is. Very much. It's a good start. And, and again, I, I think. Um, Obviously, you know, guys have questions and stuff, just email or call, whatever, yeah. you know, however it may be. Um, I really appreciate that. And I think we have, we have a general basis of, honestly, you can go back and say, we don't, we don't need one. We don't, we don't need, we don't need another second consultant. We think we can do this. And here's why, boom, boom, boom. Or I don't know. Like, right. I think um, Christine is a really good resource to start with to say, hey, what happened at the Medical State Hospital? Who did we use? Patrice, um, you. So you were on. Yeah, you were on. She knows. She's got yeah. the, yeah, she's lived it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wonderful, Yvonne. <laughs> seriously, thank you. All of you. Appreciate that. Um, all right. Um, and, and just so you know, the Medfield State Hospital was really a collaboration internally and externally. So, yeah. okay. for, for that. So, 
And it was so successful. I mean, when did we ever get such a yay vote? <laughs> One no or two no's? But to the point that everybody's making, that communication didn't start just six months before the town meeting. Mm -hmm. It started at the beginning of that project and building a following Mm -hmm. and and keeping that following going. And a lot of it was feeding, I think you said last time, just, you know, what's one little fact that we need to know that we need to get out there or educate? And then we use surveys to help educate in the way we phrase things too. Yeah. All right, great. Um, next, we have some school committee updates. Um, Michelle, you want to um, start with? Um... Up to. Um, so as you can see, Jess is here. So thank you, Jess, for coming to another meeting. <laughs> um, as, a, as you may or may not know, there was an election this past Monday. So uh, we had two new members that uh, have been voted in. I was at town hall earlier today, though I don't think they've been sworn in yet. Um, so what we decided at the last school committee meeting was that Jess would join us for tonight. Um, our next school committee meeting is April 13th. That's when we will um, have a discussion as a new team of five and decide who will be coming forward to join the SBC to fill Jess's seat um, at the April meeting that we have, which is end of there we go, 27. Um, so that's that's kind of where where we are right now and where we left off last time. Um, two Fridays ago, the school committee held a workshop specifically to discuss um, the SBC uh, around the Dale Street School grade configuration and kind of any other items that we felt would help the SBC. Um, the recommendation that we came away with kind of at the end of the meeting was to create a packet that you all have in front of you. Um, and the ask is that everybody reads through the packet between now and the next meeting. Any questions that you have, you send to me and our and CCing our two chairs. And then at our um, meeting in April, we'll discuss kind of um, questions that people had and the, and the answers to them. But this will allow us to have kind of a common baseline on what we're looking at from an educational standpoint. Um, so some of the things in the packet or the um, application for a new or renovated addition to the elementary school, the NESDEC enrollment numbers, which I believe we actually got new numbers yesterday. We got them in our meeting. No, we got no. Jeff sent us something like yesterday, or the day before. He said okay. he would send them out to you guys. So yeah, we yeah, do yeah. have we have uh, additional numbers that have just came in. Um, the education plan. Sorry, sorry, the one I'm looking at now is last year's. Oh, I should say it's here. Yes, false. Yes, yeah, the false. Okay. We get them every six months. All right, so just pay attention to the date for these. Yes. Okay, great. Can uh, we post the new one on our um, website? On the new oh, our email chain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll just have yeah, Jeff send it to you. I'll just have Jeff send it okay. out. Yeah. Um, and then the education plan, which I think is like the bigger one at the end, but that one actually has a lot of really helpful information that was done uh, for the last project. Um, there's a, uh, you can see the kind of typewritten document in there that actually was a great configuration um, study that was done or a committee that was put together in 1979. And my understanding is that's when we took away neighborhood schools to get to the current configuration that we're at. So that, was, that one's a little bit more just like, oh, you know, looking a little at history where we came from and how we got where we are now. Um, the five-year capital plan, maintenance costs for Dale Street School, um, population sheet, um, and an overarching timeline from the previous SBC. So again, I know there's a lot of um, a lot of things to read through in here, but again, the ask is everybody read through it, send any questions that you have, and we'll discuss it at the next meeting. And this will allow us to have a kind of common baseline around education. 
Um, also, so, I mean, I think part of this also is that um, when you look at this packet, you see that there's no part of the educational elementary system in Medfield that does not immediately impact all of the other buildings. And that there's been kind of this historic kind of what we could call like one or two class waves that are so big. We have a, a class coming in uh, post-pandemic five, four years from now, we are going to get hit with two or three class sizes larger than, than the year before. How do we, and those are historic, those have happened throughout time and you know, the 79, I've even read that like 73, I think. They also have those, you know, how do we as a, a system work together to make our school buildings more flexible and spend the money the best way we can to make sure everybody's getting an equal education across time. Yeah, and that was one of the things that kind of also came out of our meeting was, you know, right now we seem very focused, we as in the new SB seem, seem very focused on four or five when there's actually a challenge from K through five. And is there a way right now that we can take a look at that and create possibly some flex space or something like that that can help us when we have these bubbles that come through that allow us not to be scrambling such that, you know, the class is really giant. How, how are we fixing that right now? Um, so do you want questions on all of, just so I'm clear, like any of these documents? Uh -huh. Okay, yep. I didn't know if you just meant this. Nope. Okay, um, no, I feel like that one's really important, but yeah. I think there, if you have questions on any of them, okay. and then again, if you have a question, someone else probably has a question too, right? So but what you're speaking to, Michelle, is what the school committee had written to the Board of Selectmen on September 13th, that very first board, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Right, that kind of kind of kicked it off. Um, and then the other part of this, Steve, sorry, I'm giving you and you and Jeff also have homework coming out of our um, workshop. Um, we're going to ask Steve and Jeff to also present at the next meeting and talk a little about the evolution of teaching and how when we were all in school, Back in the day, we sat at a desk, the teacher was up front, and then, you know, maybe you had worksheets or something, but there wasn't a lot of movement in the classroom. And so specifically, from an evolution standpoint, how space now impacts education. And again, the goal in that is not just to educate us, but it felt last time that lots of people didn't seem to understand how education had changed. So this will allow all of us to become ambassadors of how education is happening right now and why these things are important. When you say next, this next meeting April. here, or your meeting, your no, no, meeting. yes, okay. SBC meeting, yes. Um, all right, so you and then any other close that to the chair? To just to, yeah, just send it. Oh, it's fine. Okay. Okay. So are Bobby, we just going to be that, giving? Well, I was going to say, and any other educators in the room? Second that, everything looks different in schools. I mean, everything is. You know, I'm in a newly renovated school, and if you walk through my school, you would you would be so shocked. It's um, my wife used to work for a company called WeWork, and it's mm -hmm. a it's like a communal working yeah. space. But she jokes that my school feels more like a WeWork than a school. Yeah. It's, yeah. It just feels like that. Like uh, I remember the first time I went into one of those common working spaces, it was just different from anywhere I'd ever been before. A new school or a newly renovated school, it feels like that. It's really, there's still classrooms, there's still those designated spaces, but students just work in different ways. I mean, they all have access to technology now throughout the day. They're one-to-one, -one. sometimes they're one-to-two. In other words, like they have a designated device and then they might have a a supplemental device like an iPad or something else that they're using, like a, a phone even in upper grades. Um, it's it's just a very, very different landscape than it used to be. Um, students are able to work a lot more independently. 
throughout the day, we work in workshop models in schools now, which is very different than, um, you know, direct instruction. Teacher talk is sometimes down to like 20, 30% of the time. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you look back, uh, you know, teachers were talking 50, 60, 70% of the time in the classroom, 80% of the time when some of us went to school, it's now down 30. And, you know, ideally they read the recommendation is 30%. Sometimes it's, it's lower than that. That's, that's not a lot of teacher talk. I mean, that's really like giving instructions, going into workshops, differentiating instruction throughout the day, giving kids exactly what they need. That requires the right space, though. You can't do that in a room that's cramped. You can't do that in a room that doesn't have the right furniture. You can't do that in a room that you're not able to, you know, break out different groups of students. People are also coming into the room. So uh, in other words, like uh, one teacher to 20, 25 students is not the norm anymore. You're typically having, uh, you know, one teacher, a curriculum specialist, a special educator, um, additional assistants. Sometimes we're looking at four, five adults in a classroom at a time throughout the day. So it's just different. It's a lot more dynamic. Um, and it it mirrors the future of, you know, workspaces, really. It's, there's a parallel It mirrors the workspace that most of us work in now. Yeah. Right? That's yeah, true. Even like a homework space, you think about how you work at home and how that's different from you work in an office. You have the flexibility, you have the autonomy to get up, use the bathroom, go get a drink, uh, go get a snack. It's that's that's how schools are moving. That's the direction they're moving. It's nice. I mean, it prepares kids for the future. Can I ask? So, the next meeting when we put this on the agenda and we're asking these questions. Is all of school committee coming to here or are they watching or is it just the rest? Yes, the so you're going to email beforehand, right? Yeah. So you'll email me because yeah. we don't have an extra person right now and yeah. um, CC you guys and then I'll make sure I have the answers for the next meeting. But okay. no, uh, I mean, I guess I could ask the school committee. No, I just want to share. But I think it was mostly like just Jeff and, yes. and okay. Steve coming in to. Yeah. I'm interested in hearing because it's very different from the schools that I went to. Yeah. yeah. I think safety also has to be a much bigger part of the discussion, not just because yeah. it's Monday, but like mm-hmm. this isn't going away. So we have yeah. to start thinking about those large yes. spaces because they can't be, shouldn't be. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a newly renovated school or a new school, yeah. it's it's exceptionally it's safe in ways yes. that schools just aren't. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're not as mm-hmm. well equipped. Did I see something? from the school committee about conversations with the public. I have that in my last talking point. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can jump to that now though. Yes, yeah. um, because we kicked off the strategic plan process. So this coming Monday at 6.30 in the Dale Street cafeteria, it's the community parent guardian um, focus group. Um, so everyone here, I'd love to see you there, not just as community members, but I think it actually would be a good opportunity to listen to what other people have in regards to concerns around the schools right now. So the feedback that will come out of that focus group, there's also a survey that will be sent out to everybody um, mid-April-ish and then published in places for people not in the schools to be able to access it and fill it out. Um, But the information that will be taken from these focus groups will um, allow the district to put together the strategic plan for the next five years. So an overarching framework that will give us goals that we're working towards. And if you look at the previous strategic plan, Jess, you can add here, but I believe there was an entire section on facilities and the Dale Street School was prominently listed in there. So again, um, so clearly, if you want to look at it, 
Are you, yeah, a, are you a necessity? Filming it? Could we watch it later, or do you have to be there? That's a good question. Um, I, I can find out the answer and let you yeah, know. I don't okay. know. I do know that you can watch because Michelle and Anime and I, before Anime and I rolled up, um, we met with. Yeah, we have, I watched books. yours. I watched, yeah, and that's on Medfield TV, I think. Yeah, now, um, and you can watch that before or after if you don't want it to necessarily prejudice what it is that you're might want to contribute. Um, but that that was about two hours, and I think we had a very long, comprehensive conversation yeah. about some of our concerns around the district and some of the things we think are going very well. So that's Monday, April 3, 6 30. Correct. Street Street. Cafeteria. Yep. Cafeteria. Yep. So I'm sorry, Monday, the what day? This coming Monday, so April 3rd. Okay, thank yep. you. 6 30, Dale Street Cafeteria. Do you know if we've done outreach to people out, because it is open to community members, what outreach has been done for this strategic plan opportunity for like our seniors, for example? Like, has there been any? It's being, uh, there's like communication the to the senior, because the senior center has their own listserv. So I just, right. I have my mom that lives in town. So I always right. think about like, how does, how does she learn about things? And then I know that they're doing a session at the COA um, and they're kind of publicizing it through there. But they're, you know, the, I think that that's, that they're hitting certain target groups. Patch will be the other way. It'll be publicized on the patch as well. How so how, how the surveys can help? Is it through mail? That's the you survey that's coming uh, uh, electronically. It is. Yes. Email list or uh, the consulting group that um, does this, like does the survey. So mm -hmm. I'm not entirely sure uh, technology wise what they're utilizing, but I would guess given the amount of schools they've done this with, that they have a way to make sure that they're not. I'm encountering repeat IP addresses and things of that nature. So no. it's it's gonna probably well, place, place, but they're also yes. you know, like obviously we'll uh, well the school department will send out to the entire schools list, you know. Um, but once we get to community, the town does not necessarily have a full kind of email communication list for other households so then it ends up being kind of a calling in you know like can you click on this link through the patch can you mm -hmm. you know however the town and right. we do all that uh -huh. i mean i've got the the civic yeah yeah, yeah, same thing. yeah. but not everybody know about it yeah exactly true like it's a choice that's a part of the census data, though, right? Isn't our new and I'm curious if it's on the census, but it's always in the town report. You can oh, sign yeah. the QR code at town meeting. You can. Sure. Uh, it's on right. website. I thought email addresses were part of the census. Uh, no. All right, I, would, I, uh, I think she did this year, but uh, we're not entering those into Civics Plus because if oh. sending messages out, people feel more comfortable to go sign through the website and accept those messages from us. And you, you have one more, if you don't mind. Yeah, I make sure that was your last item. But oh, sorry. No, you don't mind. It's a word article, yes. Yeah. Uh, so on top of the 250k that was approved at last town meeting for the SBC, there I know there was some confusion at the last meeting, but there is a warrant article um, at the upcoming town meeting for the SBC that's being sponsored by the school committee and the select board. And we can say that now. Um, so we voted moving into the 21st century. <laughs> we Ooh. vote. Uh, school committee voted to um, 
sponsor that article and I haven't checked to see I'm guessing the select board will as well. Um, but yeah, just so everybody here knows that that they, is on they there. put it on the warrant, so I don't even think they're gonna they don't need to okay, vote on okay. it, but they will they'll make a recommendation, but they were the ones who put it on there. Did you say what the money was for, or you just and the select board basically put it on there yeah. and asked us to co-sponsor it. And yeah. like, it seems like really good okay. idea. It, like it, it mirrors exactly the language that was in there last year, including the amendment that was made on the county before. Okay. I, I saw a draft of it. I thought it was the actual last year. I yes. thought it was last year's one. Yeah, it, now, it, it, it was the, the, there was an amendment made on the county board through the, um, the enrollment studies that also included in that, but it mirrors last year's. Okay, last thank year. you. I also recognize that our low income and English language learning families are a small portion of this community, but it is growing. And I also want to thank the this group and other things that school committee does. That's not my per se, but just bringing about how we make sure they have voices because in other districts that have larger low income populations, we have rented space in the meeting rooms and some of the developments because of one car households and childcare, just other things. And I just think about it for going to the Council on Aging, I just think we have to, like if I'm not an English speaking person, like I'm not accessing any of this. Yeah. So I don't know if our minutes could also be, I don't know, I'm just saying it's something I consider. Because yeah. I know that group has reported not feeling very welcome in this community. So like, I would like to try to just think about how we do that. True enough. Yeah. But not everyone. Um, but from the warrant article standpoint, and a little bit back to what Bill was saying, if we are going to be asking the town for another $250,000, I think it's important that we start to understand how specifically we're going to be utilizing this and what the cost associated um, with some of these things are. Yeah, and I think we probably there's... That's a good point, because... We'll vote for, I mean, we'll know what MSBA says, uh, like I said, November-ish, whatever, and the next town meeting is, you know, fall in May. Right. So my gut tells me that no matter what, we're going to want to start hiring consultants and really getting, you know, some sort of groundwork on whatever, a, a, a renovation, uh, a new school, what you know, depending on what we hear in the next year. So that's why, um, but there's going to be money required. And the last thing we want to do is be able to see, is say, hey, we've got the other great ideas, but we're out of money. We got to wait till next May. Yeah, but I think we're a little bit of a catch twenty two because I don't right. think you can ask for more than two fifty. Can't because for what? Yeah, exactly. Right. But reality could be nice. that we get to December, get back now, we want to get going, and we may be sitting on our hands for. Oh, we could ask for a special town meeting if we get a yes in. I mean, it's. Yeah. So it's fair too. Um, I mean, get, a favorite road, but if, if we get a yes in, I mean, Christine, you could probably help more than I can on this. But generally speaking, it's was not looks favorable. Favorable no, it's not. the yeah, last no. time we talked about this, especially yeah. if you can ask for like a million dollars to hire an OPM and, and, and start right. and start an architect firm, you know, hire an architect, yeah. stuff like that, right? Um, I get it. Be, it's like, just that. You know, I don't disagree with your statement generally, but it's so many years out, and we've all been in Dale Street. Yeah, no, I go as fast as we can. <clears throat> I would love to move as fast as we can, and, and candidly, um, 
yeah, if I had it my way, we would have a special town meeting on a brand new school that, you know, this group develops starting today. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that that would be great. Yeah. So a uh, question for the upcoming town meeting. Does, do we need to be prepped in case a ball, a microphone is tossed our way? Hi, what are you going to do with this money? And we don't want to have a deafening silence. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's, that's probably a great question. So I think the answer to that that's is we, could, we should probably question. have that answer anyways. So, because um, very often that happens, you know, the, the yeah. selectmen, the school committee will say, well, here's the SBC right here. They can answer that for you. Exactly. And you don't want to go, da. -da. You said that to you before. Gee, I don't know. <laughs> if we have to have parameters to spell out how we spend it and like how we vote on it? We, I don't know. I'm asking that question. You don't have to have exactly, but you, it does help to sort of say, we need so we're generally doing this, and these are the things that we're hoping to do with the money. Yeah, and we need so many members to say yes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, because the sweet. amendment yeah. lists a variety of things that can be done, but this is a variety of things. What is really right. going to be done? You know, well, where, where's our priority of needing money to advance XYZ? Yeah. And I think we're still a little young yeah. to we be are. able to effectively answer that. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is, is if we get going, which I think we're, we're all kind of eager to, and we start getting, you know, a little bit of momentum, you know, if we have to wait, you know, from today, 16 more months to get any more dollars in the hand. Right. right. So, and we need another And the reality is, is like, I think we're just going to be transparent. It's yeah. Like, and listen, like, the one thing nobody disagrees with is that time is of the essence and we need to get moving. And, you know, so you, you kind of have to ask me to have a little bit of grace to say, hey, listen, you got to trust that we're not going to go waste your money um, because there's really no other option at this point. Otherwise, yeah. you're just going to be unduly delayed. And, you know, this this committee was formed, you know, by the by the article that was put forward with a cross-section of people. Um, they would feel pretty good about it, but we don't know what we don't know at this point. So, I think it's a great answer. <laughs> like, I think that's it. And, and I think... You know, not knowing when the MSBA decision, especially because the minute we know that decision, we can really we can actually spend money. Like that's that's the stuff that's worthwhile, right? Mm -hmm. the, uh, um, and maybe we don't want to right away because we don't have the responses from the circuit. Maybe that's like or town feedback or responses, whatever. However that looks, right? Um, but generally, I think that you'll be working on parallel tracks at that point. I hope so. Anyway, but yeah. that's the goal. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Should have thought of drinks that. I must really say, like really <laughs> <laughs> um, just pass a can each and every meeting. No, no, I, I was going to close up that. that um, I just want to see how many uh, agenda items do we have for the next Five? week? Oh, next item. Yeah. Well, it's a good point. So I'm taking notes as we go. Um, my notes are not going to be as comprehensive as uh, the meeting minutes that will be passed out. So I've got. Um, Discussion on that warrant article specifically. Is, is that officially published yet? The warrant article? Yeah, the warrant article. Is that is that published? Yeah. You okay. kind of, it's on the website right now. Okay. The I think warrant I, will be signed next Tuesday by the selection. I think. Um, questions on that? Okay. I think questions on that would be two. I think um, the two items that Bill brought up in regards to um, the costs of uh, basically 
your purview. Well, that was what I was going to say. If that's one of the agenda, I would like to propose yeah. another agenda item to have the chair of the Warrant Committee come give a presentation on the work he's done for the cost. Steve. Steve. Yeah. yeah he's, he's put together a pretty detailed kind of spreadsheet presentation, and I've spoken to him. He's willing to come speak to us in the next meeting and present that information. So, like, I, I've listened to it. It's, I think it'd be good to everybody here at the same time. Yeah. It's, cost. It's, just it's just a breakdown of what on a per square foot with SBA on uh, SBA funding versus non-funding, what the impact on a taxpayer would be. Yeah. And it's kind of grounding information. Yeah. About, you, you know, right. and it kind of would level us and mm -hmm. you know, it really kind of makes sense of like, oh, this is what we're actually playing. Yeah. You know, this is okay. how it's going to impact our town, you know. Okay. And he's done a good detailed analysis of it. It's pretty, it's like maybe 10 slides. Okay. Yeah, I was going to go next. I was on purpose with this particular meeting. I felt like the first meeting we had was too long, only because we're not really like moving at all mm -hmm. yet. And you have a lot to say. We all just met each other. And yeah. I, but I sort of want to cut anybody off, right? thought the last meeting was, was better. So I, I think, the, and we can discuss this, obviously, but generally speaking, like that's a great idea. And let's do it. Um, if we're all going to have Jeff and C present too, no, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, so I, we just need to be cognizant of, like, you know, by nine o'clock, if we're. I leave it up to the chairs to decide what. what let's just talk about that. Part. What gets on the agenda, but I yeah. propose yeah. that. Can I ask for that? Yeah. And you, it's your decision, but um, yeah, I agree about keeping our meetings so that everybody's cognitively awake. Um, and I feel that. That the Warren Committee information is crucial right now for mm -hmm. us. That yeah, we yeah. need to understand the money picture and have it in our heads. And I'm I'm an educator, I'm a life in education, so I'm all for talking about education. But I think we could put that one off. Yeah. And and because if we're also talking about if we get somewhere with the committee and some other things, Thank and you. you know that's that's not going to change, right? And that is right. a, that's about education and how we're looking at it. But it's not it's not gonna change and it, maybe we could hold that one like because the money thing I think is crucial right now. And if we have to also talk about talking at town meeting mm -hmm. about money, we want to spend ample first. time on that. Yeah. yeah. So we have our meeting and it's like five people. Yeah. 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 We'll be we'll be armed with right. better information. Yeah. So just I'm just prioritizing that and I don't want I don't want Jeff to be sitting here waiting, and then we, you know, I mean, he doesn't need to sit here for two hours. He's got to be. Well, he like, does. I mean, he's on. Yeah, he's not here tonight because he had a conflict. But yeah, technically, but does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, I agree. I, I think the educational part is very important. That's something I didn't truly grasp even the last time going around, um, because it was done by others, and that was fine. It was out of my purview. Like they, they, they got it better than I did. Um, I would like to understand it as switch more well. So eventually we should do that. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. All right. That was, um, and we could talk more about that as far as when we get there. But yeah, I think that's really important. Um, and if um, he's unavailable that night, just let us know. I told him it was coming. I think he's going to be there. <laughs> there you go. He just talks to him. Okay. Um, Wait, are, are you driving? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Um, the statement of interest. Um, I'm sorry, we were, we were set. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, all good stuff. I, I appreciate that school committee bringing that track to us. Um, all right. The um, MSBA um, statement of interest submission is due in April. 
Um, the school committee voted um, in favor of submitting on March 23rd. Yeah. And the board of select uh, board of selectmen um, will discuss that April 4th. But we've been told basically that um, they intend to vote yes, I believe. Um, with Augusta kind of inferred, but again, we'll see how that goes. And I believe it's all set, ready to go. So I think that's that's an important item we're going to get off. Of, right? Is the what's the actual deadline when that needs to go? In? I believe it's the fourteenth. The fourteenth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Jeff and um, Mike have indicated it's pretty much done. Um, Stevie, you have any insight on that? On the statement of interest? Yeah. No, they work on that up there. Okay. And that usually goes to the school committee right over. I happen to have a couple of questions. I'm going to read all that. So uh, okay. can I throw them out at yeah. you now? I'm not going to have answers. I bet you, but somebody might. Okay. It was uh, on page four. So uh, I think this is the old one you're looking at, too. Is, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's from last week. Didn't, didn't have a date. Well, it says 3-22-23 when I'm looking at it. So I don't see it in this packet, yeah. but it was in the um, it was in the electronic packet. And I went back throw them out anyways because it was uh it was kind of buried after the old one. Yes, scroll all the way down. Yes, I mean I wasn't like oh it's not date right or each one because it was after. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that's so. It's not in our. This was electronically. It's just. I was curious why item number one wasn't checked off. And item number one is replacement or renovation of a building which is structurally unsound or otherwise in condition seriously jeopardizing the health and safety of school children. I think that that's my opinion. There's other hazardous conditions, in my opinion, though. Mm -hmm. Not just structural. You're right. It does say structural. You're right. Yeah. But an overall sense, in my opinion, it could almost be checked. It could be checked off because of the asbestos, because of the lead, because of the uh, HVAC system and the boilers. There's a lot of reasons why that could be checked off. I mean, I you can you, you could debate this all night, mm. but I just want folks to be aware of that, that you might just want to take another look if one is uh, with a with an engineer, a licensed engineer, to see what they might think. Someone that you might have dealt with, because in my opinion, it could be even the and then item number five, replacement renovations. Give me a second. Now, item number four, prevention of severe overcrowding. Now, I know it's not overcrowded, but if you go by the first uh, student per square foot, I think it could be considered overcrowded. I'm not sure on that either. Just something I wanted to throw out at you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And then on page five, did I have a question? I didn't write it down. Nope, I think that was it. Those are the two items. Mm -hmm. okay. Thanks. So those are the two items I just thought you might just want to take another look at before it gets submitted. And Bob, just to double check, so number one, not being checked off, whether the structural piece there, so just looking at that, and then number four, um, you know, could it be considered as overcrowded as part of that? Mm -hmm. Per student, per square foot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And with the roof and the modulars, that leaks and you have to do the whole tarp thing, doesn't that fit into the structural it does. kind of piece too in terms of? It could. Well, yeah. it says structurally unsound or yeah. otherwise in a condition seriously yeah. jeopardizing the health 
that's where it's school children. So it's not just structural. Right. It could be. Yeah. Um, so um, it could be a special. Right. And mold is one of those. It's pretty broad. Twice. I let them do that. You know, check it. If it's true and if it's going to help, why not check it off? Yeah. That's all. I'm just wondering if the reason they didn't check it. Is if you check those things off, yeah, and then well, then you really ought to abandon that building, shouldn't you? Yeah, so there's, there's a bad so I don't know if that balance between like that's true too. It might limit you. Yeah, you might the say, okay, you know, well, what are you yeah. putting up so, the portable classrooms? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I, but I don't know well, if that's it. I'm just accreditation. I'm just taking a guess. Oh, yeah, to, I understand. Right, that, so that the state yeah, actually comes in and says this building is required. Nobody can be here. Yeah. So I think that that's you know. Because I, I know that we have probably in times looked, I think this is the third time, you know, that I've looked at this and um, we've all looked at it and said, well, that's a no brainer. And, you know, obviously the MSBA came in, you know, okay. five years ago or whatever and said, oh, yeah, this building is a mess. But it is still safe to occupy okay. in the kind of um, balance of looking at other communities that mm -hmm. have truly unsafe schools mm. okay. truly unsafe schools you know but we also do have things like we have an agreement with the state around the best of the state of Aiden, right yeah, like that's important. something we have to continue putting more Monitor. towards yeah. um okay. so there's yeah. you know like it, the state is very specific and mike you can speak to this far better than i can but they are very specific about what their rubric is around mm -hmm. that particular no, I understand. We don't want to yeah. make it so that everybody has to get out tomorrow. You're right. Right. But it's a good, it's a good point. It's a, it's a, five years from where we were last. Point well taken. I think that we should have maybe just Jeff weigh in on this. Yeah. Um, generally speaking, um, see the gentleman bring around. Yeah, I'm sharing. Yeah, just having shoot us some notes. Yeah. But I think the answer we'll get back is probably really similar to what sure. Jeff said. But I appreciate you reading the whole thing and getting through it. Didn't make it to that. Um, all right. So that, anyways, that that's where we're at with the, the statement of interest. By all accounts, this should be submitted. Um, oh, next week or even this week if uh, well, the board questions meeting on Tuesday. So, yeah. you know, hopefully by Wednesday they they sign it and can get it off. Um, because really, that's this is the make or break thing for us, and I think having. Um, you guys talk next next meeting would be super helpful. Too. Two options with MSBA without and Bill, you you've been intricate in educating me um, a lot, even more so than than I knew before. And costs in, in really what this is going to do to us as a town, but we all need it. we all know we need it. To me, you know, when it comes to like yeah, as we think about the community engagement, right? Yeah, people understand MSBA is worth. $300, $400, $500 per household per year, they may think differently about oh, do you need to go alone or can you ride without them? And that, it, that's what this presentation does. It boils it down to that kind of decision making is helpful. And if we do it alone, you get a 50,000 square foot building as opposed to a 90,000 square foot building, whatever it may be, right? Yep. For the same money, right? There's a big differences. Um, uh, that was the end of our agenda. I really, um, the closing comments from the from the committee uh, first before I take any public comments.
don't have any open questions. So if anybody in the public is watching, wants to, uh, somebody asked it easier to find the Zoom link. We can work on that. Thank you. Uh, that was Casey Worth asking that question. Uh, so Casey, I mean, if, if they're posted. <laughs> It's on the agenda. A couple people uh, since our last meeting um, stopped me and say, I'm having such trouble finding meetings. And I, I, I it's not just us. I, I, well, if you I get one in like, in email, like in like a, you know business setting, it comes in the email link. It comes in the email body versus exactly. actually going to the attachments. Exactly. And, yeah. 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 and I've noticed in other towns, like you open a page, like Westwood in the school committee, and it has the agenda of the meeting, and there's a video, and you just click it, and it, so you can see what videos have been posted. You don't have to open the agendas. You don't have yeah. to. Scroll through Medfield TV and endless. So I mentioned meeting. we're starting a new website. It's launching uh, the week after town meeting. I think that I think because I you know it is sometimes hard to find the meeting you want to get to quickly. So uh, you were being serious on the new website, really? Dead serious. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. It was to fix some of the things we did. We haven't had an update in about five years. So. Okay. Wes well, so just did there about eighteen months ago, so we're stealing from that. Oh uh, yeah. Perfect. Same web designer. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. Anybody else from the committee? Public. Yeah, I just had a couple things. Sure. Um. I had mentioned this to school committee with regard to the money for the feasibility study for a town meeting. That just I know that MSBA had sort of sent up a red flag um, with one of our uh, people on the uh, select board just about um, not getting ahead of the process. If we do get in, just being careful about um, calling it feasibility study money because they're going to force us to vote in additional funds as part of the official process if we get in. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, just explain to me the someone from the MSBA and the select board point. What do you, I, don't, I don't I don't know. So there was a there was a com and it might, this might have been shared actually at a select um, one of the select board meetings. Um, I know that Eileen Murphy had met with somebody from MSBA mm -hmm. and was just as an introduction. Sure. Denise Garlick, Garlick made an introduction, and there was uh, feedback from that that MSBA. Just sort of was like, be careful about getting too high. You know, if you get in, part of the process is voting in. The town has to vote in the feasibility study with a certain amount of money. And there was just, you know, they, they say in their language too, not to get ahead of the process. So just that's just something just to keep on the radar. So, so Chris, are you sorry? Are you yeah. Chris? Are you saying like, like this amendment where it says that these funds could be used for a feasibility study? Would not apply then. You're saying then it has to be as you would in additional, additional money to be additional. we get in and we have to vote in additional money. <clears throat> so, thank you, Chris. I, I believe that's could be fifty thousand dollars too. Yeah, be, you know, I, 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 I can tell you right now that the, the, the two fifty um, that we have under our purview now, and hopefully the next time at the town meeting there's more. Um, that is not enough money for a feasibility study. Right. <laughs> you know, so. Um, 
But point yeah, taken. I don't know what still bank is. It doesn't mean that we have to. 100%. Um, yeah. 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 Just reduce the overall. But I just throw it out there just to. No, I appreciate just that. So that's, that was feedback. And then the only, and I know that um, you guys aren't really too concerned about the SOI. But the only thing I would say too is that as part of the Medford State Hospital due diligence that Trinity did and our peer reviewer did, there's documentation about the impact of. Um, the Trinity project, as well as other 40B developments in town. And I just wondered whether the, the, um, the sentence on page 11 of, of the SOI kind of came across as a little bit of an overstatement with regard to this project, along with some recent 40B developments have the potential to increase our enrollment significantly. So I just, I just, that kind of jumped at me based on the actual factual information that we have from Trinity and the peer review. Saying that it would only be it'd be a hundred and something students spread out pre K to twelve. Well, and and I think that that has to be a caveat in here that yes, that's based on spread out spreading right. out. But they did say that if you did get it in one grade or yeah, you know, it was one grade, it would be a big impact. But I right. think that that needs to be that sentence needs to be collected. It could be a little bit more specific. Thank you. Um, I just to play devil's advocate here. I don't know if it's overstepping personally. And, and again, uh, I know you've researched this more than I, so I'm not even going to argue that at all. I think as general as we can get on that. Um, but the one thing we don't want to do is try to build it too big of a school, right? So is that I help where, you, where you're going with the general statement? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I agree with that statement. That's, that's where you're going with it. I mean, I think, it's, I think, I think as, a, as a writer, if I were going to edit this, I would certainly say has the potential to increase enrollment significantly if all if it, if they all come in in one or two grades or three grades or whatever. Or just so all elementary. Or will affect our enrollment. Yeah, that's very general. Like, <laughs> you're not. Yeah. 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 And you know, it will add to our enrollment. How about that? The Nesdaq yeah. objections for right now do not include anything that is happening at the hospital because that work has not actually technically been permitted yet. So those projections are not including that or the 11 acre per parcel that was just sold over on South Street. Or, you know, there are, and I think that uh, I, I don't want our population to increase, but I also think the MSBA's process is detailed enough that if they were to be concerned about a modifier within a sentence, um, they dig down well sure. enough to say that this is, you know, these are the real numbers, right? So I don't, I don't think that we would end up building a much bigger school based on that one sentence. Can I, can I just so clarify? This is when we're talking about transparency, then we're talking about building community trust. This is not just my comment isn't just about MSCA. It's for anybody in the public that looks at that statement of interest and who's been gone to the state hospital meetings and says, says, I went to all these state hospital meetings. The state hospital project said, and we have peer review documents that say the impact's not going to be that great. And especially considering that we have a huge drop at the high school at the moment. So well, I, well, so one thing's not the other. This is regarding the adjustment, the, the, the development. Has nothing to do with the drop of the high school, right? So I know that I know they're related, but generally speaking, and it doesn't have anything to do with the 11 acres on Salt Street either. So I don't disagree with your statement by any means, nor am I trying to um, 
I understand what your original statement. I also candidly feel, and we had this discussion prior, that we need to design a school that'll fit this town for 75 years. Yep. So I think the one last time might have been too big, but that's neither here nor there. So um, I think your point is well taken. Thank you. Um, anything else? Great. Um, let me see if I have any. Uh, we do have another comment here. Um, do I need to read out the names? Yeah, yeah name and address. Um, I don't have uh, Kristen Simononi's um, address. She's in a school committee. She's on uh, Hey, Kristen, how are you? Street. Yeah, um, Main Street. So, 431 Main yeah. Street. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Uh, State Hospital Project isn't only for to be a project in town, so we should broaden that discussion. Um, so again, I think we broadened that discussion. That, um, that number that I gave was, was for 40 Bs and the peer review um, I don't I have not read or seen the peer review, so I will really noted. Yeah, I, I appreciate I appreciate the comment right there. Um All right, so we have no other open questions, which is um, good. Um, if we are all set here, um, I'd like to, anyone want to close the meeting? I'll take a motion to close. Motion to adjourn. Oh, so moved. Second. Second. Out of a second, do roll call around. Michelle Kirkby, yes. Robert Worth, yes. Carolyn Casey, yes. Paul Meany, yes. Lisa James, yes. Well, don't know who yes. The warning yes. Jessica Riley, yes. Meredith Kimberland, yes. Yeah. Mary Beth Williams, yes. Matt Elder, yes. Michael Weber, yes. Thanks, everyone.